Welcome to Reality Check. I'm Jeannie Allen. Challenging debate on the state of education today. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Reality Check. This is Jeannie Allen. I am so pleased to have the new Miss America, Nia Franklin, on with us as our special guest. Nia proclaimed during the recent Miss America pageant competition that she would continue her work to make students across this nation have access to a quality education, which of course got our attention at the Center for Education Reform. Nia is a role model and her achievement and success is an example for all, particularly women, of what educational opportunity combined with hard work can actually do. Nia's strength of vision and purpose has helped her achieve her goals and chasing her dream, she's overcome incredible obstacles. She's here with me now to discuss that vision and her thoughts for a future that has everyone having the opportunity to participate equally and equitably in that future. Welcome Miss America, Nia Franklin. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, I am just delighted and would love to just jump in about your interest and your background. First of all, how's it going? Are you having a fantastic time? I am. It's been absolutely wonderful getting to travel across America. Um, I'm really getting into the heat of things now, so it's been very exciting. Are you finding that people want to talk to you about education? Yeah, there, there is some interest there, um, especially with the the arts side of things because that's more so my background but um, I'm just interested to see where the conversation goes when you know people start to realize how important it is to have arts as a part of your your child's education right and you know you were a teacher you've been a music mentor you've written songs over a hundred I believe yes I have I'm a composer and songwriter so I've been writing songs since the age of five and it's just always been a passion of mine and I went on to study music in school formally so I could have that kind of foundation for myself as a composer and musician and I've seen the the benefits of having that education well so I have to tell you I was um, so thrilled I I had not watched Miss America for years, and we happened to be channel surfing, and you were on talking about arts and education, and my husband, who's a music educator, I made him stop immediately and proceeded to watch it and was so excited when you won, and that's really what um, kind of got us connected, and then I found out you're from East Carolina University, and you have a master's in fine arts from the University of North Carolina School of the Arts, and I just thought this was kind of kismet, as they said, so tell us how the arts influenced your education and your success, Nia? It influenced it on so many levels. First being that I was never the straight-A student in my family. That was my sister. She was always, I consider her to be smarter than me. (laughs) But it wasn't that she was necessarily smarter than me. I think she just had more of a drive when it came to education because she was just passionate about her science and her math classes and everything that went into her studies, whereas I was always so focused on music, and that's what I wanted to do with my life, so I didn't care if I didn't get the straight A in math or the the straight A's in in science. I didn't care. As long as I was doing well in my music classes and I got to go to choir practice on Tuesdays, that's what I cared about. But once I realized that to study music on a collegiate level, I had to have competitive grades and I had to have um, extracurriculars and all of those things, it really made me want to strive for excellence in a way that I really didn't care about doing before. And so that was the direct connection that the arts had on my other aspects of education. And I think it's really important to have more goals for yourself um, other than just whatever you're passionate about. If you can really be 
connected to your education as a whole, that's what will make you a more well-rounded individual, and I can attest to that. Yeah, that is so true, and, and they do say, of course, that uh, there's more and more research that shows if you have music and if you have the arts, it actually can stimulate your brain and stimulate you to be more motivated in things that may have not felt like your passion, but to do better, as you just described. Absolutely. Did you see that yourself when you were when you were in schools, when you were teaching? You've also worked in um, you've worked in a charter school, right? Yes, I was a an office coordinator for Success Academy charter schools for a while, and they value arts. Um, very much at those schools and at every one of their 46 schools they make sure that they have some type of arts class that their students can be a part of whether that's visual arts or whether it's string class for the the kindergartners starting them very young they really make sure that they have that as a part of their curriculum because it is important to motivate your your kids and stimulate them in other ways than just the basics that we we kind of sometimes put more emphasis on Mm -hmm. it's important to also have the arts side of things to to also get the students engaged and to get their brains working in a different way than just on the academic side. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people take it for granted because, of course, um, if you happen to be lucky enough to live in a quote-unquote uh, great public school district mm-hmm. or send your kids to private school you're going to you're going to choose the arts and make sure it's there but a lot of folks don't realize that for many kids they they aren't exposed to the arts in a traditional kind of cookie cutter school and so this really is about opportunity isn't it absolutely i had the the honor and privilege to be an artist corps member which is under the the umbrella of americorps it was a chapter founded by one of my um my mentors in school she founded this chapter um at the university of north carolina school of the arts and the site that i worked the most closely with was actually a preschool um it's the child development center and they had ages two to eight they had an after-school program as well and these these preschoolers had never had much exposure to music and because of their demographic I can assure you that their parents did not have extra money lying around to pay for you know violin lessons or guitar lessons or or um, even even an art class lesson outside of what they were already getting in school and so it was really important that um, I came in and, and taught these children music I was teaching there four times a week and there was a major improvement that I saw in their vocabularies and and also in their attention spans there was one child named Noah who when we first started working together with his classmates and him he really just had a very low attention span and kind of just kind of like stare at you and he he just wasn't really focused at all but by the end of the year he was talking more and, and much more engaged and it was really re- rewarding to see the turnaround within just one year that is just uh, tremendous it, and it and it really does um, speak to why we have to do more to provide those opportunities for everyone you also teamed up with a nonprofit called sing for hope that is yes. focused on creating a better world through the power of music tell us about that yes Think for Hope is a global organization based in New York City, and what's so exciting about Think for Hope is they, while they do uh, work in the education realm, they also work a lot in the community, and so through their, their organization, I was able to go to a center called ADAPT, where they have um, patients who are basically um, disabled, and then they, a lot of them cannot walk, and they're in wheelchairs, 
and we were able to kind of put on a concert for them where mm-hmm. I, I had a pianist play and then I sang songs and they were even able to sing and come up and, and share their voices. And so that, that program is so important to, to our world because they really care about letting everyone, not and not just children, it's important for children obviously to have the arts in their school, but I think it's important that we continue to have the arts and music be a part of our lives even when we're not in school anymore because it is a release for many people and a way for them to express themselves and we need that in, in the world today I think more than ever. And so I'm really excited about that partnership and, and to work with them going forward. One thing I also love that they do is they they have pianos donated Every summer, they put them out all around New York City, and they're actually painted by artists, by local artists, and uh, they're just these colorful pianos that you see all around New York City that anyone can play, and they have volunteers that when it rains, they go and and put covers over them and take them to safe places where they won't be damaged, and so it's just such, such a a rewarding um, thing to see that these people care so much about making sure that the, the arts are accessible to to everyone, not just students, but but anyone that wants a chance to kind of have a taste of what music can be in their life. And for you to have this national platform right now, Nia, to speak to millions of people about this issue is extraordinary. You know, most of the time, folks, again, they take for granted education's kind of wonky, it's a policy issue, or somebody else is going to do it. But really, having this bully pulpit can change the way not just that we think about this, but but the way we structure and govern schools. I have to tell you, I, I, I want to share this quote that um, you offered that we picked up somewhere about the pageant. You said, I had to find a way to pay for myself to go to school, and so I entered this competition and this organization and became much more than just about the scholarship money for me. It was also about the mentorship, leadership, and sisterhood you find in this program. What an extraordinary comment. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about how you felt about going through the process. Yeah, absolutely. So, yes, when I entered, it was more so about the competition, and I'm a very competitive person, so that was kind of where my focus was. But over the past three years that I've been involved with the, with the Miss America organization, I have gained lifelong friends and, and mentors, and I've been able to gain better leadership skills. And I can tell you the competition, it was two weeks in Miss America, but there within that those two weeks I really did gain lifelong friends who I know have already been supporting me in such a wonderful way but also that I know continue to continue to support me and I will do the same for them and so I mean for anyone that is interested in getting involved just you know obviously the scholarship is so important and it's important to educate ourselves and to have the money to do that but also when you enter please come with an open mind and know that you will gain friends from this and it's just important to yes be competitive but to also be compassionate and to also be open-minded when it comes to just meeting new people and understanding their stories and why they enter too because it can go a long way when you understand another person's background and why they got involved as well. And I think that people also listening to uh, you, Nia Franklin, Miss America 2019 should also go back and look at the qualifications of all of the women. It was extraordinary how many stood up. And, and first of all, the articulation, how smart they were. I think most of them have masters. And mm-hmm. so I kept going, intellect and beauty is kind of what kept striking me about this. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really um, something that people should recognize as how this competition, this organization has advanced. Um, you are so terrific to also have accepted our invitation to 
speak and perform at CER's 25th gala anniversary celebration on October 26th in Miami. And uh, for those of you who are not yet signed up and want to come see uh, Miss America as well as scores of other incredible thought leaders, uh, please definitely go on our website, edreform.com. Um, Mia, I'm so grateful that you accepted our invitation. Are you excited? I'm pumped, absolutely. I cannot wait to be around what you're doing. And it's exciting for me to be able to have, like you said, this platform to share and speak about the importance of education. So I'm, I'm very, very excited. Well, you're a role model for all of us, especially women, about what educational opportunity can do. Again, grateful that you took the time to be with us today and look forward to getting to know you better and seeing you on October 26th. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. to Reality Check on edreform.com, National Review Online, iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere podcasts are heard. Find out more at edreform.com slash reality check.